mean anything to me. So whereas a lot of people were left like you, Charles, were left like, wow, holy shit, this this ends opens up a lot of shit and da 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 da. The multiverse started, but to me, it's like, okay, like this is like an abstract concept that the multiverse is open i guess okay we're open for business cool Mm -hmm. uh i didn't see any uh actual evidence of anything of that i it's like telling me that the store is open for business but you didn't actually go inside and look at anything or well you could argue that episode five with all the variants was that tease you know with all the different loki's oh well that's where i think the show is kind of confusing and uh, sci-fi Star Trek director who gobbledygook that that starts to mean nothing and and makes me like honestly that I is then that might be another thing too like you know a lot of people love that episode number five especially with that whole Loki segment that you're talking about with all these people together I think I I have really had the sensation even when I was watching it that God people some people are fucking squealing with delight and <laughs> like me so much right now I don't and know what you're I, talking about. And, and right <laughs> now I'm fucking bored stiff and I have no idea what's fucking going on. That's how I felt. But I totally had the sensation that like, oh, pe- some, some people out there are fucking loving this moment so much. And I, it's just a bunch of noise to me. It's like the equivalent of like a big action scene in a, in a third act movie where like, you know, it's just like a big noisy thing and it, nothing means anything. That's like how- a base in the clouds. That has to explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, honestly, I, I maybe it's because I've seen it twice. I think Black Widow's ending, as much as I really dislike it, I think was stronger than Loki. And I think Black Widow on a whole was stronger than Loki, but whatever. That's well. So my, my I think I, I go back to what Mike said about uh, Marvel kind of now having to serve two masters because there are the people like you, Rodrigo, that just look for story above all, don't really care about like the Easter eggs and all that. Just show me something cool. Show me something emotional. Show me something good. And then you have people that are probably closer to me. I, I tend to be a little bit more in the middle than uh, I portray, but I think there are other people that are like, all I care about is uh, the Easter eggs. All I care about is what character is going to show up in the corner over here and how this is going to play into Dr. Strange two, and where's Tobey Maguire and, you know, things like that. And I think Marvel by having been steeped in continuity for 10 years now has both, right? Like you have to appeal to both. Definitely, They definitely have both for sure. I might argue that, I mean, Loki sort of blows up my argument a lot because Everyone seemed to really love it and and there was not much to it. But my argument against that is that like, look, what, like what, you know, you had WandaVision you had Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision is a perfect example. Like, you know, that ending is not, I think most people kind of agree. No one really loved the ending, but the rest of the stuff was so good because it, it like you cared about the characters and, and you cared about them as human beings and their, and their emotional story. So in a way, like, you know, we were talking about what Marvel's been teaching us in a, in a way it's been teaching us. It really doesn't matter what the big, who the bad guy is. And, and the thing is, if you really care about the people and you really care about their journey and their emotional story, I mean, that's the same thing, thing with Falcon and the winter soldier, like, some of the stuff, yeah, that last episode, I don't know how much I love it, but like, I like the journey of, of this guy who, who was like really insecure and wasn't sure if he was worthy of this mantle. Like, I liked all that stuff. And like, so to me, that's what Disney plus those stories have been teaching me that like, it doesn't matter who the bad guy is or what the bad reveal is. If you care about stuff, like if, look, look again, look at WandaVision. WandaVision's probably, we can probably all agree that it's the one that's liked the most, right? 
And yeah, I would sure. argue it's because it's the one, it's the one that's the most emotional. Even if they like like screwed the ending, it doesn't matter. It was the one that like meant the most and made people really feel something about these characters who they loved. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to ask you guys one more question. What can Marvel Studios do to help differentiate between these TV shows and these movies? Or do they not even have to differentiate? Like everything's fine. I think their whole game plan is not to. Like the well, idea not is what their game the plan lines. is. We're, we're seeing that. The, OK, so do you think that that's good? Uh, I think it's going to present new issues for them uh, that they're, they're that we're discussing that they're probably not really even thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, hopefully they kind of these these first shows were already pretty much finished. They're going to have a learning curve as far as, OK, what do we have to adjust here? Overall, I think it's still fucking Marvel and they're very capable of steering the ship uh, in the right direction. Uh, and I don't think they really have anything to be worried about quite yet. Um, but we'll see, you know, when all these projects drop towards the end of the year and, and how things kind of lay out as far as box office of it all and the Disney plus of it all. And, 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 you know, that stuff, I think this whole year is going to be a real kind of test of it all. And it's also going to be, you know, they're very capable of looking at like tangible success of this year and just being like, yeah, whatever it was, it was 2021 or 2020. It, it, those, those were what they were, but we don't really have to worry about the numbers of it all there. Okay. Real quick. I want to, I want to make you pick a side. I'm sitting, I'm sick of you sitting on the fence, Michael D'Angelo. I like fences. I know. So next year, 2022 mm-hmm. Thor: love and thunder, black Panther, Ooh, the Marvels. Those are big movies, right? Mm-hmm. TV secret invasion, armor wars yeah those are arguably more consequential events right so is it gonna get any better i mean it's obviously gonna get bigger and more complex so we'll see where they steer it i mean i don't what do you want me to choose a side of of what here (laughs) i don't know be binary like the rest of us please no because it's never that easy love or hate it no Okay. I, I, I both like it and I dislike some of it. So that's no, where I'm going to sit. Basically what I'm saying is, is this idea, I, I, I agree that COVID is a factor here, obviously, but I don't think this is getting any better. And, and I want Rodrigo to, to maybe answer this. If, if Marvel is going to give us Secret Invasion and Armor Wars, which are two TV shows that they're in production on now, supposedly, or getting into production for 2022, how is that going to differentiate between, you know, Thor and Love and Thunder, Black Panther and the Marvels? Like those, in my estimation, are just as important, right? 